Well, good morning and welcome to Faith Walk with William Carroll. I'm your host. And we've been talking about the, how I've seen God do miracles, wonders, and signs throughout my life by standing on His Word, walking on His Word. And I wanted to do it to encourage you to, to get God out of the box. Religion puts God in the box. Relationship gets Him out. Because when you realize you have a relationship with the Most High God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, He can be your best friend. You take Him everywhere you go. If you've asked Him into your heart and He lives in your heart, guess what? You take Him everywhere you go. You can't hide nothing from Him. You take Him wherever you go, good or bad, He's there. And He's there to always lead you back to the Father. And I just, I just want to worship him and praise him and thank him for this podcast. And, and I want y'all to just, uh, I hope y'all just stick with me, you know, and share it with your friends. I'm getting better and better. This, I'm on a learning curve, you know, and I'm trying to keep it going. I'm trying to keep it fresh. I'm trying to give it relevant that it, that, that how God moved in my life, that he can move in your life. He can touch you. He can touch your family. And see, he wants to be glorified in the earth. That's what he wants. He wants us to glorify him. God is, Jesus is no longer in the earth, but guess what? He's in your heart through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is moving. You know, the, the Holy Spirit was upon Jesus' life. You know, it, it came down as a, a like a dove, not a dove, but like a dove at a baptism. And then John said he's going to baptize you with Holy Ghost and fire. So if you've got that Holy Ghost and fire, it, it, and it's a, it's a dunamis power talk in Acts chapter 1, it says you will be endued with power when the Holy Ghost is to come upon you. And that word is where we get our word dynamite from, you know. And uh, I tell you what, for people to see the glory of God glorifies God. It glorifies God. He wants to be glorified. He's a jealous God, you know, and he wants to be glorified in the earth because he he's the God of the whole universe. He's the creator of heaven and earth. He's the alpha, the mega, the beginning, the end. You know, gee, wow. I tell you what, I'm just on a roll today because uh, uh, one of the last podcasts I did, I was talking about a spiritual battle that I was in. I, I was talking about how my son had the whooping cough and uh, I'm telling you, the spirit of darkness, the spirit of death was coming after him. I, you can't convince me otherwise. I knew it was. Go back, listen to that podcast. But, I, but it, it spurred another another happening where I, I knew that the that the the spirit of darkness, the spirit of uh, of death, was trying to come against me. Was trying to attack me. It was trying to keep me from doing what I knew to do. You know, they, look, we're in a spiritual warfare. You you may not realize it. You may not know it. But we are in a spiritual warfare. When you start walking through with God and talking with God and you start uh, bringing him out of that box, then you're going to see that the enemy is real. But there's no need to be uh, afraid of him. See, where fear is, faith cannot work. Where fear is, faith cannot work. You know, even it, the, um, the guy that came, there was a guy that came to Jesus and said, you know, uh, heal my son, you know, heal, heal, heal my son, or or it may have been his servant, and he said, heal my servant, you know, and, and he says, uh, he says, okay, your servant is healed, you know, your son's healed, and he said, he said, uh, if you believe, if you believe, you'll have what you want, and then uh, he said, Lord, 
help my, I believe, help my unbelief. You know, believing in faith is not quite the same thing. But you got to get your believing to line up with your faith. The faith of the Word of God. Faith that what God says is real. Faith that what God, um, when He says something, He means it. He's going to back it up with all the powers of heaven. And, you know, I believe that. I believe that with all my heart and all my mind. And, and uh, as I believe that, He's put me in situations to, to try that belief, to try that faith, to, to test it, to see if what I believe is what I believe. And, you know, the devil has come to me and he's, he's tried to test me on many occasions. He did on when my son was really sick. And then uh, I had a friend from church call and, and I, I noticed that her mother hadn't been to church. And now she, her mother is, is, is in a, one of those electric wheelchairs, you know, she, she motivates around, you know, but I mean, she is a firecracker. I'm telling you, she goes, she puts that thing up on them. She puts that thing up on a, on a, um, she puts that thing up on a, a, a little carrier on the back of her vehicle and she just goes, man, I'm telling you, she just goes, she goes to church. We come out, we take it off of her little car carrier and we roll it up to the door. She hops on that thing and she goes to church, man. I mean, she, she goes with her family and she just, she lives life, you know? She's in this chair, but she lives life. I'm telling you, she is a firecracker. You know, I just love her. She's such a blessing to me. Has been ever since I've known her and I've known her family, her daughters and, um, and her son. And, and let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. She, uh, her daughter called me and she said, hey, she said, there's something wrong with mama. She said, I don't know. There's something wrong with mama. She, she's not getting up. She gets up. She goes in the living room and she sits in the darkness. She don't cook. She don't do nothing. She just sits there and lifeless, just sits there. And she just stares at the TV, but the TV's not on. She always has the TV on. She's always doing something, cooking. She's always going. She's always just, you know, motivating around, right? And she says, William, she needs prayer. You need to come over here. You need to come over here and you need to pray with her. And I said, all right, let me call you. Uh, on my next day off, I will get together and we'll go over there and it'll be, it'll be this week. You know, it'll be in a couple of days. So it was going to be like two days. So that, that day, you know, I began praying about it. I told my wife about it and I said, man, I got to go. I got to go. And she said, well, I, you know, I got to work. I said, no, it's all right. I'm off. I'm going. And, um, and so I began what I was going to do. Now, listen, one of my friends has a, a podcast and it's called, I, I believe it, it's Steve Hemphill with, with uh, Spiritual Warfare. And he's wrote a few books. One is on Spiritual Warfare. One is on uh, Prayers That Satan Hates. And, um, and he has some, uh, he has a book called uh, uh, Stakes, Marcos on God's Land. And anyway, um, on these stakes, I'm going to show you this stake. You see this stake? It's got scripture on it. Hold on, let me turn it over so you can see. It's got scripture on it. Now, this is just a simple stake, right? It's just a simple stake, a tent stake, you know? And um, 
it's got these scriptures on it and the scriptures you read these scriptures and it says that god sets the bound of the people that's one of them and there's many scriptures on here that talks about how god sets the bounds of the people the bible talks about how god sets the bounds of the people it also says that the evil one satan that's who we're talking about comes and tries to remove the boundaries of the people See, he wants to tell you what God has given you is not yours and that he can take it away from you at any time. That, 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 that's in, in your health, in your finances, in everything. See, Jesus says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We talked about that last time. John 10.10. 10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You remember he, he's called the tempter. Well, listen, my friend, I had heard him on a president, presentation of the stakes and I began reading his book and so I, I got some from him I said I said let me have some of those so when this friend called and told me I said hey I got some stakes I said we need to come over there I need to pray with her and I need to pray with your brother and we need to stake her property look there's no power in these stakes but it releases your faith when you pray to God and you ask God to protect your property and to set the bounds and, and, and that no, no evil can come across those bounds because you have dedicated this property to God, I'm going to tell you God heals. And you say, well, I don't know about them markers. I said, well, you know, in the Old Testament, they built markers all the time. They, they set up rocks as a marker, and some of those markers are still there. God told them to set those markers, you know, for they were boundaries that he has set. Well, anyway... Make a long story short, I went over there. I rolled up into his house. Nope, let me tell you. The night before, I was coming home from work. And, and I always go about a block away from her house down this one road that goes to my house, which is about three or four more miles down the road. And man, the presence of evil was on me. It was this presence of fear. And it says, don't go down that road. Don't go down that road. And, and, and the suggestion was, you know, you could have a wreck on that road tonight. And uh, it was really heavy on me, you know. And uh, I succumbed to it, and I went over and went down the highway, which it, it isn't out of the way. It's just not the way I normally go. So I went down the highway, and, and you know, uh, I guess the devil thought he had won. He thought he had put fear in my life because he didn't want to come on. He didn't want me over there. I'm telling you, that night I felt the same presence that I felt in the room when my son was sick. I felt a darkness in the room, and I felt it. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I felt it. And, and, and um, so I went over, and I just, I just I, I put the lid down on the toilet and sit in the toilet in, in, in that room. You know, I was sitting in that room because uh, that presence followed me. And, I, and my wife was in bed, and I didn't want to wake her up. I didn't want to get her stirred up about it. And so in this darkness, it just would enclose. I mean, it was so dark in that room and it was like trying to put fear in my life, you know, and I was sitting there praying and I was pray And finally, I just said, I looked up and I said, devil, in the name of Jesus, you've got to go. I'm not afraid of you. I have no fear because God did not give me the spirit of fear, but of peace, of love, and a sound mind. Now get thee behind me, Satan, and flee my presence and my property. You have no stake in me. And I mean, I'm telling you, just like that, that darkness lifted, that darkness left. I had a peace. I got back in bed. I woke up the next morning. I told my wife. My wife said, oh, you don't need to go over there. You don't need to go over there. You need to get somebody to go with you. I said, nope, I'm going. 
I said, I know what I got to do. I said, uh, I said, the devil already came to me last night. And I said, he tried to tempt me. He tried to put fear in my heart that I don't need to be over there. You know, I said, but, but first John four, four says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I said, the greater one, Jesus is in me than he that is in the world. See, they called the, the devil's called the prince of the power of the airway. That's the airway here on earth. And uh, that's a long teaching. I don't have time to go in there and say how, why and how. But, but Adam defaulted and, and Satan took over. All right. So listen, anyway, I went over there. Now listen, the, the part of the story is I knew that her son had just come back from being in prison. Now listen, I can go into prison. I minister in prison. There's a lot of spirits in prison. There's lots of evil spirits in prison. If you don't believe me, just go because you'll know, you'll feel it, you'll see it. And um, that's why you need to be prayed up. That's why you need to be full of the word of God. That's why you need to know who you are in Christ when you go in there. And so uh, I drove over there. I tried to call her daughter and <laughs> she said, oh, I can't go. I can't go. I, I can't go today. And I said, all right. I said, there's something up. She shook up. She's really shook up. So I went over there and I walked in the house, knocked on the door and uh, I seen her sitting, I saw her sitting there in her chair and, and there was no lights on. There was no, there was nothing on. The TV wasn't on. She was just sitting there, just sitting there. And I said, uh, Mrs. D, I came over to, uh, to your, your daughter told me that there's something going on. I said, I've been missing you at church. I didn't know what was wrong with you. And I said, what's going on? And she said, I just don't know. I just don't have any life in me. I just don't know. Well, see, I believed that the Lord had showed me that her son had brought home, not, not, not demon-possessed, you know, but spirits follow people. I'm telling you, spirits followed people. Spirits had followed him home from prison. And um, they were attacking her just like that night. They were attacking me that night, and they were attacking my son back in the day. Well, I had carried me some of these stakes over there, and I said, Mrs. D, I want to I wanna stake out your property. I want, we, we want to cast out these devils and tell them to loose you and to leave you alone. As Matthew 19, 18, 19 says, you know that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And I said, you have a spiritual attack against you. And I said, I have, I have come in the name of Jesus Christ to set you free. I'm going to pray for you. And she said, yes, too. And so I started praying. I started praying the word of God and I started binding those spirits and I co commanded them to loose her. I commanded them to leave in the name of Jesus and not to return back. And man, by the time of, uh, I got through praying with her, she was shouting. She was hollering. She was raising her hands. She was praising God, worshiping God, worshiping God and singing. And we were singing together. And I said, I said, listen, I said, your son brought them back. Don't mean he's demon possessed, but they followed him from, from prison because they were tormenting him in prison. And now they came to torment you. And I said, and we're fixing to go out and I'm going to talk to him. So I went out and talked to him and said, hey, come here. I said, there's something wrong with your mother. He said, that's right. He said, I don't know what happened. I said, I do. It was spirits. I said, this spirit, there's lots of evil spirits in prison, isn't there? He said, yes, there is. I said, well, I want to tell you, some of them have followed you home. They've been attacking her. And that's why she was 
you know, it, it, they thought she had had a stroke at one time, even took her to the doctor. Doctor couldn't find nothing wrong. I said, listen, we need to deal with that. I said, since you've been home, I said, have you rededicated your life to Christ or did you do it in jail? I said, because, and he said, no, I haven't, but I need to. I need to get my life right with Christ. So I said, okay, and I led him in a prayer and he repented of his sins and he asked Jesus to, to put him back on the right path that he might follow him, that he wanted to follow him. He was eager to follow him and he knew he needed to follow him. So after we got through, I showed him the stakes. Here's the stakes I'm talking about. I showed him the stakes and I said, look, there's no power in these stakes, but I tell you what, I said, we can, we need to stake out your property from the evil one. We'll put one on all four corners of your property and we'll pray. So we went over to the, the corner of the property and we began to pray, Lord Jesus, set your boundaries, set your angel at this corner. Lord, we know there's no power in the stake but we release our faith as we drive this in, knowing that your protection is upon us, knowing that your protection, your hand is upon us. And we cast out any evil spirit, any spirit that's uh, contrary to the word of God or the spirit of God, we command them to loose this property. We did it on all four corners. In the last corner, we, we commanded the spirit. They had to go now and they could not come back. They would not torment him or torment his mother anymore and um we drove it in and we just rejoiced and we thanked god and we praised god and we worshiped god and um i'm going to tell you from that day on she'll even tell you she from that day on she 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 was a different person she was back to who she wanted to be but and she knows it was an evil presence and and he didn't even have a clue what it was but he'll tell you now that's exactly what it was. Now, I talked to the daughter. I said, hey, I prayed with your mother. She's fine. She's over there praising God, raising her hand. I'm telling you, she was under demonic oppression, not possession, oppression. It's in the Bible. Look it up. And I said, you know, I said, uh, I said, I had these stakes from a friend of mine, Steve Hemphill from Longview, Texas, who has these books and these stakes and he teaches on spiritual warfare. And I said, uh, so we drove these stakes and we prayed over them and we hedged her angels around that place and around that property and commanded those spirits to leave. She said, oh, William, I got to tell you what happened. She said, we were over at her house the other night, and this is why I wouldn't go back over there. She said, we were over there, and we knew something was wrong. So me and my husband and daughter, and we gathered around her, and we were praying. And she said, I started praying, and I started praying for her and, and, and whatever the problem was. And she said, something hit me in the back of the legs. She said, it hit me so hard, it almost knocked me down. My husband grabbed me and um and held me and she said she said william uh, there wasn't nothing there she said there wasn't nothing there i said i believe you i said i believe you i said it was an it was a spirit and and i said what happened she said we left <laughs> we had to go and she said i wasn't going back over there i said well listen you can go back over now because they're not going to bother you anymore. I said, you got to learn. I said, you had authority over that spirit, but you had to take it. When it hit you, you, you got in fear. I said, You've, this kind don't go out, but by prayer and fasting. That's what Jesus said. This kind doesn't go out, but by prayer and fasting. And I said, you needed to be praying, you need to be fasting, and you need to plead the blood of Jesus and you need to, you need to use the name because that's two of our spiritual warfare tools tools 
the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus. And so uh, uh, I told her, I said, go back over there. She's gone back over there now. I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to tell you the devil was trying to kill her. You know, he, he, he was trying to, to put her in, you know, he can put us in such distress, you know, and, and, and get us so far down in our health that, that the natural body quits functioning. And, you know, she was to the point that she was almost there. I mean, it was, it was a pitiful sight to see when I walked in that room. But after I prayed with her and I told her what was going on and I told her those spirits aren't going to be bothering you anymore and we're going to deal with them and started praying with her and she started worshiping and I started worshiping. See, the, the praises, uh, uh, God inhabits the praises of his people. And you remember in, in Zephaniah 3, it says, and he sings over us. So he begins to sing, and, and that day, I'm going to tell you, God sang. God sang, and he sings bass, like I said before. And he shook the power of the enemy from her and from that place. You see, you got to be bold. You got to realize there is a devil. There is a kingdom that he has. And when we call it, when we say Satan, we're speaking to the whole kingdom. It doesn't matter. He can't be every place at one time. All of his people can't be every place at one time. They're not God. Satan's not God. He's nothing like God. He wants to convince you that he's as strong as God and he's not. His power was broken at the cross. Jesus said, it is finished. So his rule and reign was finished. Now it will truly be finished when Christ comes back the second time and he cast him into the pit. You know, he cast him into hell and all the demons with him. But right now they're roaming. See, it says that the devil is like a lion roaming, roaming to see who he may devour. He is like a lion. He's not a lion. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And you know, he's, I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I'm a lion. And you know what? Sometimes I roar. Man, I mean, I talk loud. I, I preach loud. And, 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 and sometimes when people raise their voice to me, I get loud. You know, and I was praying about that to God. And I said, God, you know, do I get too loud sometimes? He said, he said William, when a, when a lion roars in the jungle, Everybody hears and everybody understands that he is the king of the jungle. And he said, you're a lion. You're a lion after my own heart. And you know what? I know now that he roared in the temple that day when he kicked over the money changer table and he did the whip. We see him as meek and mild. And yes, he is meek and mild, but I'm telling you, he's a lion of the tribe of Judah and he roars. So you know what? You need to start roaring. You need to start figuring out that you are a lion. You're a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Man, you know, and the same spirit that raised him from the dead lives in you. And you know, you need to start conquering these things. You, not, you need to start seeing these things as they are. We are in a spiritual warfare that, that has already been won, but we have to win it for ourselves. You know, we have to walk through it. Let me put it that way. Jesus won the war, but Satan still wants to bring the battle to us. Amen? But you can defeat him. You know, if you don't know Jesus, then ask him into your heart. Believe that he died on the cross for your sins. Ask him. Say, Lord Jesus, come to my heart. I believe that you died for my sins. You know, and save me, Lord Jesus. And, and you confess him with your mouth and go tell somebody. 
Because I'm going to tell you, your life is going to change. You're going to start walking and learning about God. And your life will never be the same. Listen, until next time, this is William Carroll, Faith Walk Podcast. I'll see you soon. Share with somebody that needs to hear this. Amen.